We often hear that we need to give our children choices. But what does that mean? Does it mean giving up control? Who is in control anyways? Join today for a discussion on empowered choices. Does your child have a speech-language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist and you wonder, what do they do and how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech-language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned because In this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee, along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. Recently, I have struggled to keep a consistent schedule with uploading my episodes. Perhaps you've noticed. The next month doesn't look a whole lot better. So I thought I'm going to try to talk on my phone for this next episode. So I hope this audio is adequate. And I have to tell you, it was kind of humorous how it happened. You might hear partway through a dump truck, in which case I needed to push pause and wait seven minutes for that dump truck to go away. And then I push record. And then a few minutes later, a muscle car comes driving in. And I push pause. I finished later. And then as I'm recording this, the lawnmower is running. So I hope you enjoy hunting for those sounds in the background. (laughs) Hey parents, thank you for joining me today on The Language of Play. Today we're going to talk about empowered choices. What does that mean? We hear a lot about giving our kids choices. And sometimes those choices that we give them, we don't really want to give them or It puts us in a position that isn't what we want. So how is it that we can give them empowered choices? What is the benefit to an empowered choice? And what does it look like in practical application? So let's get started and answer those three questions. First, what is an empowered choice? Well, an empowered choice is when both you and your child are truly empowered. That means don't ever give choices that you are going to feel like you can't give one of them. You give choices where both choices are okay. Neither is better 
nor worse. The other thing is that when the child picks, he knows and he learns that he always gets what he has chosen. This empowers his belief in himself and in you. So an empowered choice is where both you and the child are winners. Now, an empowered choice is called empowered because everybody wins. Now, what is the benefit of that? There are so many benefits. The first benefit I want to talk about is that trust factor and the connection factor that grows. Let's talk about trust. Of course, your child is learning to trust your word, that you will give what you say you will give when he makes a choice. There's a second piece of trust that we sometimes forget about, and that is us trusting ourselves. Sometimes when we're parenting, we come up into these snagged situations where we just wonder, what in the world can I do at this moment? And we want a certain outcome, and the child doesn't care about the outcome we care about. And we have to figure out how is it that we're going to get to this outcome in a win-win situation. The more you practice these empowered choices, the more you will have a confidence and trust in your own ability to navigate situations as they get harder. This kind of self-trust is really powerful to give you more ideas. Once we get into that zone of being able to trust ourselves, we get more ideas, we become more creative, and we are not fearful of making the mistakes that have so often beset us. Another benefit is the power, because each person feels empowered. To have power in a situation is exceptionally fruitful. Power is not the same as control. When you have power, you know you can affect change. You know you can roll with what's going on. And when you're in control or trying to get control, you are actually letting go of your power or shoving your power under the blanket, so to speak. When you're grasping for control, you are not using the power that is within you. Your power within you is the love you have for your child, your creativity, your trust, your connection that you already have. That relationship is the power. And when you're trying to control, you are putting the relationship subject to behavior. You're putting the relationship and your connection in importance below obedience. And this is one of the reasons why empowered choices can be so valuable, because it upholds the relationship as the key indicator for how it is we are building this team we're calling a family. Or I could say this family that is functioning as a team. Another benefit of using empowered choices is that your child begins to realize that they have choice. So in this world, we all have choice, don't we? We have all kinds of choice, but sometimes we don't realize it depending on those voices that we have had in our past, in our world. But we do have choices. And to teach our children early on that they have choice means that they will not be a victim. It gives them power 
to be able to self-defend, as well as to, to become a student of themselves, so that they start to read their intuition. They start to read what they know. So the benefits are profound in the long term. Now, what does an empowered choice look like in the short term? Here's a story of an empowered choice. So my grandson recently was at my house and he got up from a nap. And when I picked him up out of the crib, he wanted to go to my bed to play on the bed. And he was grabbing at things and he wanted to touch everything he was seeing. And then he wanted to go look at the roof. So there was this element of like chaoticness of him grabbing and and wanting and you know like I couldn't say yes to everything because he wasn't in a mental state anyway to enjoy any of the things that he was grabbing for and wanting we all know what that's like we've all had our kids uh, whether they wake up or or at some point they're in a state and when you try to say yes pretty soon you feel like you're in a tailspin you're like ah stop it and when we get like that we know we have just kind of bought into where they're at so here's what an empowered choice looks like in that zone. I said to him, you get to pick. And that got his attention. I said, am I going to carry you down the stairs or are you going to walk down the stairs? And he says, I carry you. (laughs) Now, obviously he got the grammar wrong, but who cares? We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, he totally in that moment then forgot what it was that he was after because he was into that empowered choice. And it worked out great because it got me where I wanted us to go, which was out of the bedroom and down the stairs. So it was a win for me. And for him, it was a win because he picked what it is he wanted and which it was closeness. He wanted to be held. He wanted to be carried. He wanted some snuggle time. He didn't know that he was after snuggle time We realized that as I was bringing him down the stairs, when he wanted to go to my bed, when he was grabbing at all the things, he was really wanting closeness. But, you know, in his little, young, immature brain, he didn't really know what his wants were. He knew his feeling, and he was reactive to the feeling he had. And so he was feeling the opposite of the connectedness that he wanted. So he had that chaoticness going on. If I had responded to his chaos, it would not have given him the sense of connectedness that his heart was really after. I'm going to make a little aside here so that you can take a look at what it is we actually learned. This isn't today's topic, but I'm going to throw this in here because it's good stuff. What did we learn when the little guy said, I carry you? One, you learned what he does and doesn't understand with pronouns. Two, you learned that he knows his choice makes a difference. He knows he's got some power here because he made the choice. Three, you know that he believes that you will give him the choice. Like my grandson knew that I was going to give him what it is that he asks. He believed in me in that. Four, because of giving the choice, I realized What his actual intention was, was connectedness. So he was feeling disconnected. And the fifth thing I learned 
is that those choices that he was saying in the first place, he really didn't care about. There was something else going on. So all that aside, let's get back to our main topic of the day, and that would be those empowered choices. So what might it look like if your child was 10 years old to give an empowered choice? Well, let's say um, you cook dinner and your child wants to have something different for dinner. Maybe your answer is going to be, no, we're eating this. But how can you take that and turn it into an empowered choice, which again, gives them power because when they're little and as young as possible to give them choice helps them understand how to use their power, how to make decisions, all of those things. So how can you then say to your son or daughter that wants something different for dinner? An empowered choice might look like this. Pizza is a great idea, but we're not going to have that tonight. Would you like it for breakfast? I can do that. Or maybe you have a teenager and your teenager wants the car, but it's not at a time that you can give them the car. So you would give them options and you'd say, well, I can see why you want the car. That makes sense to me. How can we work as a team so we both get where we need to go? Would you like me to drive you? I will either bring you early or bring you late, but I can't bring you on time. Which do you prefer? Validate that they what they want and then also to give the choice of the alternatives so that they can make their decision. So there's three examples. Maybe those examples fit something that you're dealing with now, and maybe it doesn't. But if it doesn't, I hope that you can use those examples to try to create an empowered choice in your home that's going to help your kiddos. So today we talked about how to give that empowered choice and what an empowered choice is, actually is. We talked about what the benefit is for you and for your kiddo. And then I give examples of what it might look like in your home. Hey parents, I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who also lives or works with children. I would really appreciate it if you would leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I read every review and it lights me up to know that this show is making a difference. Then come join my Facebook community where you'll meet other parents who are dedicated to helping their children grow too. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Now it's time to go. Let's pop our kiddos in the strollers and go look around outdoors and see what we have to talk about.